There's no hoppers like show hoppers like no hoppers we know. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering only Murders in the Building, Season 3, in its entirety, because it's over. And this is our recap episode. I am Mr. Sal, high school science teacher, having just finished watching Only Murders in the Building Season 3 for the first time, because it was new, and it was great. We, I loved it. And I am going to be doing this podcast with my co-host and former student, Kurt, who is dressed up in pink and making quite a stink. Is he trying to throw me off the scent? Kurt, are you doing that? What? Well, I don't understand the reference. <laughs> it's one of the verses uh, from Witch of the Pickwick Triplets did it. Oh, I know what's so sad. I've probably listened to that over like 30 times. I've listened to that a lot driving to work and stuff. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm pretty sad I didn't get that. <laughs> the lyrics are hard to read, though. I mean, they, they are. But that, they wow, are. Wow, that is embarrassing. Yeah. No, yeah, no. Well, I didn't do it because which of the pink okay. triplets did it? What if none of them did it? <laughs> that's that's the real question, Mr. Who? Well, I and the answer, you. and no, it's the producers actually. Or I Andy. know. The well, actually, producers. in that case, the detective. A lot that, of different people have killed. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> oh man, oh, I'm happy to be covering this season. I've got my toasted coconut seltzer. I'm very excited to be drinking that. Wait, what? <laughs> Is that a real drink? Yeah, I just took a sip of it. Did you not hear? Well, I'm going to take a sip of my sweetened iced tea. It's boring. Also, Hopefully it this... <laughs> is it a contest? Oh, <laughs> uh, Kurt, let's, uh, let's, let's talk about the episodes first. Uh, we're going to do this a little differently this time. We, we usually time each other and talk about each episode for two minutes. But, you know, our, our lists are very similar. And... I also we, we have a lot we got a lot to do in this in this uh, busy guys. recap episode. Busy guys. We got a lot of new segments that we didn't have when we first started doing recap episodes. So. That's true. You know it's funny because <laughs> recap episodes used to just be ranking the episode. And then, I was, did we do deaths? Our first one? I think titles because leftover deaths. You're right. I think we did yeah. titles and we yeah. did that there was no deaths. Mm-hmm. We checked the leftovers because that'd be our first season finale, and yeah, then we added. I can check real quick, yeah. And we did that for a while, and then we added moments and mm-hmm. character superlatives. Yeah, so yeah. It's really, it's really ballooned. We haven't cut anything back, so we're gonna. And, and now, <laughs> this is the this will be the second time. Look forward to this, folks, or get ready to tune out. Kurt and I will be in the podcast taking an online quiz to see which only murders in the building character we are. I think that's going to be fun. So, yeah, no, I I look forward to that. I think I, so, I, I look forward to it. We did it for right, outer range, and we did doing it for this, and I, I like this as a concept moving forward. It did not course. work very well for outer range. Well, it didn't work very well. You didn't like what you got. I, I did not I like what I got. You got Perry, and which is what I thought I would be, and I got. Oh Autumn, yeah, which was ridiculous. <laughs> but, well, I mean, I see more Perry in me than you. I see more Perry in you than I see Autumn in me, but oh, anyway. okay. you strike me as an Autumn. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's a showhoppers podcast at gmail.com folks. If you listen to that podcast, chime in. All right, let's get going here. What's our first number here? Number 10. All right, Kurt, we both have the same number 10 bottom rated episode. You gave it a seven. I gave it an eight. It is episode six, Ghost Light. What do yeah. you have to say about it? It's it's clearly the worst. I I gave it an eight originally. I I, I bopped it down 
to a seven. <laughs> There's not like what I liked about the episode was the final scene with them all breaking up, kind of. Besides yeah. that, mm-hmm. it was very disjointed. The whole ghost light part itself is very uninteresting. <laughs> so it, it was, and, and uh, honestly, like. Jerry didn't even really have anything to do with this whole thing. No. Like, really, nothing he happened showed up at the very episode, end after this. Except, yeah, but he didn't have anything to do. Oh yeah, no, he didn't. He, it, everything, yeah, nothing mattered. I mean, re- re- nothing, nothing in this episode really mattered except for the breakup yes. of, of the podcasters, and they reconciled two episodes later. So, really, did that even matter? Not really, I guess. But <laughs> so, it led to. I think we both consider a pretty good episode. Yeah, it did. It did. All right. Well, let's. Let, we're done with Ghostlight. Let's move on. Number nine. So we have some disagreement on number nine and number eight, but our our eight and nines are the same two episodes, just in reverse order. So hit me with another sound effect. Number eight. So we'll do both at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so so number nine and number eight. It's the same for both of us but backwards my number nine was the show most the show must dot 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 which was the, the premiere pi, the, the premiere episode i gave it a nine out of ten um and my number eight was the white room which i also gave a nine out of ten but you have those reversed i do uh, white room i i rank a little lower it's funny like that whole white room bit is really funny just how he enters it but i mm-hmm. correct me if i'm wrong this is the one where they're they're exploring Kimberly? Uh no. Kimber? Yeah. Not Kimberly. Kimber. Kimber, sorry, yeah. Well, y- yes. Yeah, really... Yes. It, it is yes. Yeah. When they go into the theater to to investigate her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And that's what like they see like the whole stuff written down in the room. Mm-hmm. I, it, there are clues they get here, but if you remember, we kind of concluded that it's the cookie that was in his room. Not oh, one yeah. specifically. So that's what kind of really ranked this episode lower for me because there wasn't anything really exciting going into it. It's like, I don't think he was talking to Kimber at all. So it was. They they find the. This is where they find the effing pig written on the. They find the mirror, effing right? pig thing written. Yeah. The episode previously, how it ends is Ben talking to someone in his dressing room. Yes. So right. so going going into this episode, we were already thinking Kimber, cookies. Yeah. We thought it was cookie. So it's just. Right. Yeah. And there wasn't anything that great about the episode. Like I said, Charles' thing was funny, but... Look, I, the reason I have these, these reversed is because... Well, two things. First, the 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 premiere episode was felt a lot more like a pilot to me because there were so many new characters I agree. all at once. And it was a little disorienting and hard to follow. Watching it twice helped a lot. I still love the episode, but I I was doing so much catch up in my brain that I couldn't. I don't think I could enjoy it as much as the White Room, which I think, even though I have it ranked this low, I think it's the funniest episode of the season. You could definitely argue that. Yeah, it's really it's, funny. It is very funny. It's so, pretty funny. The, 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 just the concept of the White Room is hysterical. And, and, and Cinda makes a return in that episode. That's right. Cinder's in the episode. And she's hysterical. You know, Charles with the omelet, like miming the omelet as he. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's so funny. Every, you know, the uh, which of which of the, it's just to start swearing and swearing uh, before he goes in the white room the first time. You know, um, the, the, there's so much good stuff in this episode. So funny. Oh, Howard uh, in this episode. Oh, with the sweaters. He's like. <laughs> 
shapeless number <laughs> like oh my god so it's 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 really the funniest episode i think of the season so that's why i ranked that one a little bit higher than the I show must. And this is not at all in my ranking criteria but i'm just saying this because it supports my argument but uh, if you went back and rewatched these episodes the show must i think you'd like more oh absolutely 100 percent. so there you go 100%. i'll use that as after the fact <laughs> even though that's not the reason why they are where they are for me gotcha gotcha all right well kurt it's gonna be some rough going here for a little while starting with this next one number seven all right so my number seven was episode five ah love which i gave a nine out of ten uh it's a little better than number seven that was not your number seven right No. no It's my, if you want to know early, it's my number six. It's your number six. So, so we're off by one here. And that's going to be a common theme going forward. But the exception of your number seven, which is what? It's grab your hankies. Grab your hankies. Okay. I'm not going to get, (laughs) grab your hankies doesn't show up on my list until for quite a while. It doesn't. We can, we can, we can hold off on it until you can. We can. So let's talk about I love, which is my number seven, your Mm -hmm. number six. Mm And, you know, it's, it's a it's a good episode. I this was like, it was this like the middle episode? No, this is the, the the episode that kicked off the three separate paths. Yeah, of of the podcasters. Mm-hmm. So it it still felt okay at this point. Ghostlight, no, they were together for Ghostlight. They were kind of get together for Ghostlight. Oh no, they they, they got together. They got they together got and then they all there too. Yeah, yeah. Then they all split up. Yep, and, and then, then they were separate for co, separate for Cobro for most mm-hmm. of it as well. Yeah. So episode seven. So th- th- this is like a long stretch of just keeping these three mostly apart. Uh, and this is the, the start of it. But I did love all the Oliver and uh, and Loretta stuff. That's what boosts this episode. Definitely. It I mean, does. This, this episode, I love the theme of it, right? I love yep. three different storylines. That's really cool. Mabel and Tauber, whatever. <laughs> I get, I get oh, that, yeah, that, that, that's the one that anchors this one down. I think. Yeah. But Charles and Joy are pretty funny. Um, and and I think it ends really well with mm-hmm. like the relationship in decline and it being a breakup. That's great, but the Oliver and Loretta stuff is just so great. Yeah, it really is. It really is, and that ages really well, knowing where the, the series is going or the season is going. So that's why. I, so I put I love here at number seven. Uh, mostly the reason it's not higher is because of the Mabel Tobert stuff. The reason it's not lower is because of the Oliver Loretta stuff. <laughs> so however you want to think about it, that's the way it goes. Uh, we're going to, uh, we're not going to talk about grab your hankies yet. Cause I got a long way to go, but let's move on to the next one. Number six. So my number six, uh, and you're just one off for me. So you have yeah. this one at number five, um, <laughs> is the beat goes on. This is episode two. Uh, I gave it a nine. You gave it a 10, right? I did give it a 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, This is a terrific episode, really. I mean, retrospectively, I could probably get behind a 10 on this. Uh, It's close. I loved Greg. Greg, Oh, that's right. That's why I didn't give it a 10. You (laughs) loved Greg a lot more than me. That's right. Uh, I'm so sad he did not have have as big of a role as I was hoping you would. (laughs) That was it. It was just episode two. It was Um, just episode two. I mean, his picture shows up later. But... Yeah, he gets like released, or it's you know, no, yeah, yeah. wasn't the killer, but yeah. But what's what's great about this episode to me is the humanization of Ben, because we get 
all three of them have like their their moments with Ben. Mabel gets to talk with dead Ben. Oliver gets to talk with really kind of vulnerable Ben, who's a very insecure Ben uh, about his performance. And Charles gets raw, emotional Ben uh, yelling at him about being fired off his show at age at the age of eight so uh, that's what's what i love about this episode so much we also get the important season-wide arc of <laughs> oliver's off. heart attack oliver's Chekhov's heart attack Chekhov's heart attack <laughs> I love, wait a minute, what's better oliver's Chekhov's heart attack or Chekhov's oliver's heart attack just Chekhov's heart attack i think's fine <laughs> okay fine yeah the, yeah which I don't know. I mean, it, it, it kind of, <laughs> it's a pretty, it's a pretty. I don't know. It, it it didn't really amount to much throughout the course of the season, but no, it does. I mean, he got another heart attack later on. He did, but it kind of like there were never like any near misses along the way. It was. Like... I know, I know. They really didn't comment on it after this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they. I guess they had. Like, I think once or oh, twice. Next they did. episode, yeah. yeah. The next episode, yeah. he like held mm-hmm. his heart, or maybe it was the end of the same episode. He held his heart. Mm-hmm. whichever i think it was at the end of this episode because that's where it, they announced they're going to try to make the podcast again and he's like oh right no. in the next episode he does talk about cardiologists in the audience but that's that's about it all right well anyway it's a it, great episode for ben you loved greg i didn't as much so that's what go the 10 yeah yeah number five okay again we're one off you're number five my number four or no, I'm sorry, B- yeah. backwards, strike that, reverse it. My number five, your number four, episode nine, the penultimate episode 30. You gave it a 10, I gave it a nine. And uh, I mean, I, I I could definitely get more behind your 10 now, knowing that they weren't playing us the whole time. I, I Yeah, I had said that if 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 it they just scratched everything, it went, oh, never mind. Yeah. Like all this was, all this was fake and they... I can't think. I think contrived like another plot point as to how the other person's a murderer. It wouldn't have felt yeah. that earned. I think they did a good job here. Like, oh, they think it's Donna. Oh, which makes sense because Donna did do the poisoning, but yep. they, you know, incorrectly assumed she did the pushing. Yeah, so I, I thought the so because of that, it still kept its ten rating. I said it for that episode, and yeah, it, it gets to keep the position. It, it's a good episode. The I love the way they did that. Like them watching the flashbacks now oh it it was really cool cinematically yeah but yeah we have a similar complaint (laughs) yeah and and just that it's all conjecture and 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 so as you watch it you really can't trust any of it because it's just what they're assuming so yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) i like i said i I like to think that during that there's left out details from the interviews that we're not hearing is Mm -hmm. how they're forming these conjectures but you're right and like i talked about that during the episode and that there's moments where there's someone else getting an interview and they're like hearing a single character with their thoughts like the last one when they're seeing ben Ben eat the cookie yeah eat the cookie at the mirror what ben didn't didn't get interviewed by detective williams exactly there any of that Exactly. So, uh, so that's the one problem that I have with this episode and the reason that I give it a nine instead of a 10, because it was pretty excellent otherwise. Yeah, I, it's just like a, a storytelling thing. Cause they could have shown us, Ben, without the three characters, and we would have been like, oh, okay, that's what happened. They just, you know, True. might add a little flair. Which was fun. And I wonder how many people just didn't even pay attention to the fact that this is probably this is not necessarily true like this is yeah you know i i, I would love it if they did more conjecture thoughts yeah as a group then then they would normalize it 
Right. And then it's really yeah. cool because it's like, oh, is that really what happened? But it has to be wrong once in a while. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I can see how it's Kimber. And then they, right. you know, have their conjecture thoughts throw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Number four. Number four. My turn. Uh, yeah, your three. We're still off by one, but we're about to regulate here. <laughs> um, so as a uh, opening night, uh, the finale episode, this is I gave this one a 10. So did you. Uh, at the time, I said it was kind of a generous 10. But the more I thought about it, the more I really do like this finale. It's a good finale. Uh, I have no real complaints about it. I mean, the only complaint I could have is that you spoiled it for me. I know. <laughs> it, it's sensible. And like I said, it's the most sensible of the three. This is the most yeah. fair season, I think. It like, is. The, the, it, it's, which is for better or worse, honestly. like Because part of me is like, oh, but I figured it out. So how good was it? But then the other part of me is like, yeah, but they, I was able to figure it out, which means that they did a really good job of laying things out for me. So, I, you know, I, I think this was the most fair season. I think season two is probably the least fair season. Um, yeah, I, but but I like this finale a lot. And honestly, these these killers, Donna and Cliff, are to me the easily the most sympathetic killers that they've Definitely. had so far. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> So like, uh, this is the crime of passion. He, like, yep. He's not crazy like Jan. Right. It wasn't calculated like Poppy. Right. Exactly. So, exactly. And, and Donna's and was protection. Also, it was protection. And it was also like kind of off the whim. She didn't go into that night assuming to poison Ben. Right. She read Maxine's review. and was like, oh, yep. Got to do yeah. something for my son. Yeah. Not saying it's justified. And, and and it just put the whole season on theme, right? Because mm-hmm. Mothers and Sons was was like the theme of the season. So it, it was really, really, really great end cap to that. And also producers. tying the whole thing together with the producers. So yeah. fantastic. All right. Let's move on to number three. Number three. Finally, we get to me saying, grab your hankies. Wow. episode three so, so what did you love so much about this episode well first of all i loved the look for the light song loretta's song at the end uh the song itself i've i mean i've listened to it so many times since then i think i got it on itunes like two days the day they dropped it on itunes i got it and i've listened to it ad nauseum since then i think it's this an absolutely gorgeous lullaby it's so emotional thinking that she's singing it to dickie she keeps looking at what we think is oliver but dickie's right behind oliver the whole time uh so that's the first thing but then the fact that that song was intercut with some of these some other stuff with ben's dressing room so this is where i first pegged the cookies which fantastic uh donna and cliff in the hallway talking about breastfeeding which was just hilarious so funny this is also the the, the episode with Mabel and Tobert in the armoire, which I, I think was introduced a really interesting concept of watching the elephant sink or trying to save it. Um, at the time, I kind of pegged, put a lot of, uh, I don't know, Tauber suspicion, suspicion uh, on Tobert having seen the killer. Uh, killing and, and wanting to make it right uh it turns out he was kind of playing it straight the whole time and uh yeah as far as we know so so that that's a that was interesting um but yeah it's, it's is this one 
what's going on with Charles in this episode? I can't remember. He's oh oh, oh he's trying to get the hankies. Which, oh that is oh yeah that was true. Yeah, Kreiber yeah so, that so was I, thought, I thought this was a really great combination of hilarious comedy and really beautiful emotion. So that's why this one's so high for me. You know, I don't disagree with anything you're saying. I I think those are all fair points. I don't know if I even really have. Yeah, go ahead. Try to counter it. You know, I'm, I'm right. To think, I, I don't think there's that big of a negative that I have for it. It's just, yeah. I, I'm not that into the Tobert Mabel stuff. I wasn't for this episode. Didn't end up panning out for that much. Uh, the Oliver Loretta in this episode, along with Oliver, their interactions, that was all really good. That was my favorite. Mm-hmm. And Charles was funny, but mm-hmm. that's about it. He was funny. The, you know, this is also the episode where Oliver, like, Pulls the she has a contract card on. Yes, on yes, Loretta, that which, was my favorite scene for this episode. Yeah, it's a, that's a, it's <laughs> a breakup. Yeah, that's, that's like the, the meanest that we've ever seen Oliver. I think. Yeah. Well, that I agree. Listen, that was my favorite parts of the episode were Oliver yeah. and Loretta, but yeah. I, I don't think Mabel and Charles were that great in okay. comparison. All right, all right, let's move on. Number two. Okay, number two. We have the same episode. We're back on track, Kurt. Welcome back to the right lane. And uh, it's episode seven, Cobra. The gang's back together. That's Just right. Kidding. They're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's right. Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Let me tell you, Matthew Broderick is probably, I, I've really thought about this. I think he's my favorite celebrity guest that they've had. <laughs> I mean, it's a really cool celebrity guest. Oh, my God. That, I mean, they've had, you know, they've had him. Um, Amy Schumer, they've Sting. had um, Sting. Yep. What, they have anyone else? I don't know if they have. I'm not playing. I'm playing themselves. Not playing themselves. I don't think so. But I think they've had they've had like one. Each Wait, his, his push into the story was really good. I I, I think it's second to Sting's because Sting kind of got interrogated at some point, which is kind of cool. Like, oh, did Sting do this? <laughs> yeah. Did Sting involved at all? <laughs> but Matthew just was pushing the story, and even comes back later. I, yep. It's great. That he's a scab, and it's. Yeah. It's fun to see that the the actor kind of, you know, he's kind of in on the joke in a way. Like it, it's oh, not a yeah. good light for him. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so so it's good. Yeah. yeah, and then meanwhile, you know, Theo's back in the fold, which that was cool to see Theo back it in the was. fold. And Mabel has these great conversations with Dicky, uh, and uh, you know, D- Dicky turns out to be a really kind of I don't know, like heartbreaking character throughout the season, knowing that he's not the killer. He can be like very sympathetic. He's a wealth of so, knowledge in this episode. Like, oh yeah, I think we're yeah. on a dry spell here, and like Dickie's like yeah. giving us all this info. <laughs> yeah, it's great mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, so yeah, it, it, this is such a good episode. I love it. That was, and it only gets better. It only gets better. <laughs> That's right. Number one. Really interesting that we both have not the finale. Not the penultimate episode, but episode eight as our favorite episode. Although, you know, I'm looking back at previous seasons. We had episode six. We had episode five. We had episode seven. So I did put the the season one finale as my favorite episode in that season. But episode eight, Sits Probe. I I can't say enough good stuff about this. I didn't realize that I missed Detective Williams until she was back. And I was like, oh, my God, she's so wonderful. I love having her here. I mean, 
it's the type of episode I saw and I immediately knew this is my favorite episode of this. Season <laughs> so far. this is, I, I knew it'd be, I knew you'd give it a 10. I was like, this is such a good episode. It's, it's such a slam dunk. It's, it's, you know, it's, the, the Charles Patter song is just amazing. And the way that it's cut together with oh, all this other stuff going on, it's mm-hmm. so good. It's so good. The gang gets back together by the end of this, which is, which is amazing. Uh, we've got some really emotional scenes with Loretta and Dickie and especially with Loretta at the end, turning herself in and you can't really tell where the nanny stops and Loretta starts as she's singing her closing number for the sake of a child. And it's, it, uh, it's, oh man, it's just all so good to find out that Loretta is Dickie's mother Oh, I can't think of a single negative for this. Episode. There's nothing. This it, is it, such a good episode. Is, I was loving it. Through. It felt like when it started, like this could have been the season finale almost. Like the character <laughs> of Lynn Thompson, someone here is guilty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're all involved in some way. And yeah. Yep. All the Charles and so Charles and Oliver have this brilliant like play of Detective <laughs> Williams. They didn't look like buffoons, but really. yeah. But they're using her of her affinity for musical theater to manipulate her. It's unbelievable. So good. Yeah. So good. All right. So that's that's what we thought of each episode and a little bit of a recap of of them. Let's move on, Kurt. Let's talk about the titles that we liked the most and the titles we liked the least. I've actually swapped this during this episode. Did you really? I did. Okay, interesting. All right. Uh, I, let's guess. I, I I always like to start with the worst one. Mm-hmm. Um, and for you, I think that your least favorite episode. Now I know what you always are looking for. You're looking for uh, an episode that tells you that, that helps you remember the uh, title that helps you remember the episode. So I'm trying to think of episodes that don't do that. Uh, I'm thinking. Let's see here. Um, I'm looking episode one, the show must, eh, maybe that one. Episode two, the beat goes on. Oh, you might hate that one, actually. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> you go, wow, you might already uh, despise that one. Episode three, grab your hankies. I think you're fine with that. I think you're fine with the white room. You're fine with all love. You're fine with ghost light. Uh, seven is Cobro. I think that probably you're okay with that. So it's probably, I know you're fine with that one. 30 30 you might be fine i think you're fine with that one and then opening so I, I i'm gonna say that you said your least favorite title was the beat goes on episode two okay i think your least favorite title was uh grab your hankies that is objectively the worst title <laughs> i'm so mad it. about this title like <laughs> how 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 is this episode not called look for the light it's the I, it's, mr sal i made a note in my notes yeah. I'm saying vote for this as the worst yeah. character. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 believe that. I was pretty. I was pretty okay. You said it for that. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy. I, I I forgot you came up with a better title for it until just now. I was like, you yeah. know what? I put in my notes. I'm gonna go with it. <laughs> yeah, Oscar. Good uh, job. I was very opaque during episode three that I hated this title. I've, I guess like that's two months this, ago. <laughs> this title makes me literally angry because like, there's such an obvious title for this episode. It's Look for the Light. It's Go the name of the hankies. song. That's what oh, I'll remember it by. It's, 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 I'll remember it by when Charles is looking for the hankies. Well, that's fine. That's why I don't think it's your least favorite title. But I, I like this, the, Kimber talks about being drawn to the light of creativity and creative genius mm-hmm. and uh throughout the whole episode and then the, the song titles look for the light it's it's unbelievable it's 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 inexcusable inexcusable all right what's your least favorite title i'm so happy i guess that 
I really was. I was really a hail mary for me on past care for that. I I couldn't have given you a reason. <laughs> All right. Anyway, now um, you almost got me. I said this show must. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that definitely would have been my second choice for you. So, but my yeah. my second choice would have been opening night. Really, the beat the beat goes on makes sense. I read that as a second episode because it's like oh, and it keeps going. So what 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 I actually I actually kind of like the beat goes on because that the beat that they're talking about is the heartbeat and that's mm-hmm. the episode where Oliver has the heart attack and uh, Paul Rudd or Ben as he says you know when when you're falling you know you focus on your heartbeat and and so that that was pretty cool but anyway um opening night was my second one because technically it's not they had another opening night yeah, I suppose they both both the, both the like I, I might yeah. I might read that title and think, is that the premiere? <laughs> or is yeah. that the final? Yeah. Yeah. The show must is pretty vague. That could pretty much apply to everything. Ergo, it's the worst in my fair, opinion. Fair enough. All right. How about the best title? So you go ahead and guess you. mine first. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think you're a big fan of Matthew Broderick. And I know that's not really supposed to have a bearing on the title, but I think it does in this case. I think it did Sits Probe. He wasn't in Sits Probe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's in co- Cobra. <laughs> so which one are you picking? So it's Pro or Cobra? Just it's Pro. I, I was just trying to. <laughs> so it has nothing to do with Matthew Broderick. Broderick. No, it doesn't. See, I said that. And, <laughs> nothing to do with Matthew Broderick. So are you? So you go with Sits Pro for yeah. any any particular reason, or just nah. because German? Okay. Okay. Fine. German. All right. Uh, no, actually, for... wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. Can I, can I take that back? Sure. I forget you love picking titles based on themes. That's your big one, right? The theme. So, what a mother will do for their son. Maybe did I love them? But that doesn't really refer to the love between a mother and their son. That was just more kind of like what you traditionally would consider love. Hmm. Yeah. It's either since pro or I love. Couldn't okay. be anything else. Literally. Well, be. I'll tell you, so it would have it would have been look for the light if they had. A correctly named <laughs> episode three. Look for the light. Well, I'll, I'll 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 go with my first choice. I love, <laughs> which was not your first <laughs> choice. Okay, all right, fine. Uh, and for you, I I I only remember you really specifically talking about one title and how it took you an embarrassingly t- long time to figure it out. But once you did, you really liked it, and that was thirty. So I'm going to say thirty was your favorite title. No. Oh no! Oh. It was it was actually I love for me. Really? Yes. Okay. I, I I I will always remember this as the episode where they had three romantic storylines going on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I you know listen to yourself, Mister Sal. Just listen to yourself. You know that Kurt goes for the one that helps him remember it the best. Unbelievable. That's the point of the titles. Unbelievable. Okay, well, mine. Uh, you almost had me right. Mine is it's probe. Ah, he's so, German. See, yeah. So that's the, the only the, reason why, and, and partly because it also helps I, you remember the episode too. That that's that yes, runner up. That was my it. Definitely up, helps you remember the. Okay, yeah, it definitely helps you remember the episode. And it to me, I have been in so much musical theater, and I have never heard this term before. So I was like, well, how have I never heard this term before? So I learned something, and I like that. So that's why it's my favorite title. I learned that term too. That same listen, I pick uh, the Latin titles and lost. That's <laughs> true. That you do. <laughs> that's true. That's I true. Dare no. Yeah. Rasa. But 
Um, I love was not even on my shirt list. So you can see my shirt really? list if you look in the spreadsheet. Yeah, the beat goes on. The beat goes on. Cobro and Thirty. Those were my other Jeez. contenders. I, think I yeah. love. I think I love was a banger. Yeah, whatever. It's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> meh title. <laughs> it's a little on the nose. Um, but the, uh, uh-huh. yeah, I there was nothing else on my shirt list for worst title. It was grab your hankies all the way. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> That's what past Kurt told me. That was the read. <laughs> Good for him. All right, Kurt. Uh, current Kurt, not past Kurt. Yeah. I don't care about that guy. Screw that uh, guy. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's talk about our some some moments that you know stand out for us. Starting with the funniest moment of the season. And we don't take guesses on these because there's just no, too many. It's too, so it's too rough. And this is this is this so is hard. hard. It's, it's so it's hard. Like, hard. Even though we've been chatting about, it, I've thought about moments that I might put over this. I was kind of. I know. Uh, what? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, actually, you you should go first. I guess. You so should. my funniest, the one I landed on is, and I, I'm thinking of the whole scene, not just a particular moment within the scene but the whole scene where broderick finally gets on oliver's last nerve and oliver really wants to fire him but he can't and charles is at the door checking the peepholes and so so oliver instantly fires broderick broderick's like talking about you know the constable's gun position here or here not here here which that was that was they paid off in the finale too oh (laughs) i know they did but he but you know what he ran exactly like a nova scotian constable would (laughs) and so and so that was great but then Oliver's acceptance of Charles' apology, just like with the horse and the oats and the <laughs> it's, just, it's it's so funny. The whole thing, Broderick and Charles and Oliver all together, amazing. Um, so that that's the moment I landed on. So I I, I put one, and if you disagree with it, I have a kind of a backup one. I've, I've got a few other ones I'd like to mention at least, but okay. Yeah. Well, we can talk about our honorable mentions. Then I, I only listed these two. My, the one I would like to say is that entire heist and sits probe, like just the like. Oh yeah. If I'm allowed to say that, like just yeah, yeah, yeah. Them doing the scenes, we don't know the context behind it. Yep. The, <laughs> and then it's later revealed that it was actually a heist. Like that yeah. is hysterical. I was that, just it I is. It that. is. Yeah. And then I guess going into honorable mentions, if you want to say that. Sure. What what I'll toss in there is this would have been if, if you didn't allow me to kind of do a whole sequence, but rather just one joke in and of itself. I it really this is probably not the funniest joke, but I I I thought about it. I looked at it again before we recorded. I still think it's hysterical, and I don't know if you looked back at it, but <laughs> I did Cobro, look back at it. Yeah, Cobro, I know yes. <laughs> when when Mabel walks away talking about the 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 watch thing, <laughs> you know Ben realizing it could be Dicky and. She turns away from Theo and starts tirading about it. And Theo just makes a face. Like, oh, I have no idea what she's saying. <laughs> and then what's even funnier to me is she goes to Theo to kind of like, all oh, right. And she, Theo like calls her a nerd and right. just kind of goes along with it. But he never heard what she was saying. Yeah. <laughs> He's just kind of going with it. Yes. yes. I thought that I, that just really tickles me. I, so yeah, that's, that's a good one. Mention. That's a good one. So the, the the things I'll throw out there for honorable mention: Charles' first trip to the White Room. I I love it. It's it's when he starts just swearing like crazy. It's so funny. Um, so that one uh, I'll throw out for consider for consideration here. Uh, Donna and Cliff talking about breastfeeding. Uh, that was also hysterical. Never give up what you love. <laughs> uh, never give up on something you love. Uh, and then um, the Patter song. Just uh, just the Patter song is so funny to me. 
whether he's making the omelet or doing it at Sits Probe or doing it in the actual performance. Everything about the Patter song is just wonderful. I could listen to that song over and over and over and never get sick of it. Great music this season. What's yeah. Your favorite? We just should have a favorite song. Oh, let's do it. That's fine. Song. I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably look for the light for me. But, uh, but yeah, but Patter song is so good. All right. Most jaw dropping moment. This one was easy for me. It's Ben's resurrection. Oh, I should have put that. <laughs> that is the most jaw-dropping moment because I didn't expect it I either. A hundred percent shocked. Like, You're what? right. So was ah, uh, I should have put that too. You're that is that is so right. Honestly, I couldn't think of a very good one. Yeah. So here's one I put. I, I'll concede that yours is better. I put them. <laughs> okay. um, getting to see Sue. I mean Trixie. Fantastic. Yes. <laughs> that, is, that is a fantastic one. Good job. I like that one. All right. Well, thank you. I respect it. Both Ben related. <laughs> That's right. How about our most emotional moment? All right. I can start off with this one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I went with uh, Sits Probe, uh, the ending where Oliver announces his love for Loretta, right? So tells her multiple times that he loves her. And even if you want to go be out before that, you know, her talking to Dickie yeah. and then going in, Oliver announces his love for her. She starts to sing her song. It lines up with her feelings towards Dickie as the cops are coming to him, and she she takes the fall for him. And then Oliver has another heart attack. It's just it's like tragedy upon tragedy upon tragedy, like an yeah. old like, Shakespearean play of some sort. Yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good uh, comp- a good comp. I like that. It's you know, it, and that was on my short list as well. Uh, I ultimately went with just the first time we see Loretta singing the song. Uh, and and singing it to Dickie, although we didn't know oh, it for sure so at the Loretta time. Singing. So very emotional. Yeah, yeah just, seriously. Uh, look, Meryl Streep, amazing job in this season. So, uh, uh, yeah, but Loretta giving herself up was on my short list, as was Loretta and Dickie, like discovering or the share, finally connecting as mother and son. Uh, Donna giving herself up, honestly, was, that was, was very I thought about that one, too. Yeah. Yeah. And then going back way back to episode two, Mabel talking about her mom and uh, how girl cop kind of bonded them across rooms, which is pretty good. But that that wasn't close to anything with Loretta or Donna. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What's right, a book that'll stick with you? Uh, lots of them. But the one I, I that really probably will stick with me the most is um i'm changing it right now actually <laughs> is one you had before yeah the one that probably will stick with me the most is uh it was the sort of decision that you can only make when you're too young to make it and and i i'd never heard it, heard it put that way before uh about any decision not just giving a child up for adoption but about any decision, the kind of decision you can only make when you're too young to make it, because I bet that kind of applies to most decisions. There's a lot of decisions that yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I could rattle off a few. Uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> so that one really stuck with me uh, on my short list of uh, other quotes that, uh, that I really liked a lot. That'll stick with me. Uh, I, I don't want to stay in the tree again. That's Tauber. Uh, maybe you don't need to change. Maybe you are enough. That's Oliver talking to Charles. And Dickie's uh, quote, people are a collection of a thousand little details. So th- those were my favorite quotes of the season. I thought about putting people are a collection of a thousand little details. But yeah. I, I eventually ended on the uh, season theme of a mother will do anything for a child. I, I kind of yeah. 
thing more as you know, or maybe maybe even a parent, but yeah, yeah, it's a. Uh, it sums up the entire season. So whenever yeah, I think back to the season, I'm, I'm going to think about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can even pick, you know pick a lyric for the sake of a child. Like that's that's yeah. the song at the end, the, the kind of the finale song where the nanny kills the detective and so forth. But all right, Kurt, uh, any other moments you want to throw out here or move on to characters? Yeah. I want to I want to talk about our characters, our superlatives. Right. Character superlatives. Love these character superlatives. Very interested to see where we land on these. Let's start with who we think is the goodest character. Now, goodest character, of course, we always talk about as being someone who... Now, this is, the, this is our third recap of Only Murders in the Building, and we've never done moments or superlatives. No, this so is we, the old style one. Yeah. So, all right. So, goodest character, if you, if you want a really good explanation of goodest character, listen to either Watchmen or The Old Man. Those, those are, I think, our our best debates on goodest and baddest character. Uh, but for me, I think that you usually line up with this, although one time you were like <laughs> completely not lined up with this. It's ridiculous. the character who, who does what they think is right when presented with a decision. Like they're presented with a choice and they consistently pick what they think is the right choice. Whether, they, whether we agree with that or not is not relevant. It's just what do they think is the right choice. Um, and again, that, see Watchmen for that one. Kurt started throwing curveballs at me with the old man saying that no, that, that there's objective morality. And I'm I like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I, think it's what, I think it's what you consider to be goodest. No, it's ridiculous. You changed horses midstream with this. You actually, <laughs> you picked Rorschach and Watchmen. For specifically my reason, I don't well, you think, know. As I don't think uh, I got morals. my justification. Okay, whatever I got to use for whatever character I'm saying is the goodest is good by me. All right, whichever you want to do, you want to do an absolute or relative one. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Well, it's not ridiculous. It is ridiculous. There's no way your morals line up with Rorschach's. It doesn't. It doesn't. So that's just, <laughs> he, 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 he's most morally consistent. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now we are saying that unbelievable. Okay, I, 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 it different. It, it depends. So what'd you go with in this, in this season? Because my, I've been consistent every season of every show that we've covered. I'm looking for the character who, who does what they think is the right thing to do in the moment. What was your criteria for goodest and baddest? Well, because stop with that. (laughs) (laughs) I, 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 I think I followed that criteria. I think I followed both. That's both my moral code and also. Unbelievable. Okay, I think that you said that Mabel was the goodest I think character. I Mabel as well. I did not say Mabel. What? I don't like the way she treated Oliver and Charles. <laughs> You're kidding me? <laughs> I, I don't. Oliver's trying to cover up a murder. No, I. I think Mabel got possessive of them in this season, right, where they were off doing their thing with this musical, which was clearly important to them. She got jealous and she got spiteful. So okay. I, I did not give it to Mabel. I gave it to Loretta. Because even though she was suspicious the whole way, everything she was doing was was very, actually very pure hearted. <laughs> like there's, there's, she even gives herself up for her son. I, I would argue that Mabel tried to hunt down the killer. Loretta, meanwhile, was willing to take the fall for a potential killer. I don't think that's moral. But that's what she felt was right to do in the moment. And I don't like that justification. Because then you could say, like, someone who does evil atrocities. 
Oh, like the person I picked like for my Rorschach. baddest character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for baddest character, I I had a very hard time with this one. Um, I think you went with Broderick. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, uh, so I annoying. Think, yeah, I think baddest character, boy, has this is this is really hard. Uh, whoever killed Saz. <laughs> no, uh, I, I mean, I'll say I'll say you said Donna. I think you said Donna too. I did say Donna. I, I don't. I, was, I didn't like saying one. Donna though. Me either. I, I, I think yeah, Donna's the out of all the characters she killed and kind of the most selfishly. Like yes, for yes. her son, which could be selfless, but I mean, yep. she wouldn't kill for anyone's son. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And it wasn't like. Loretta turned herself in for the sake of her son. Donna killed someone or tried to kill someone for the sake of her son. Yeah, um, just, just for their career. It wasn't like to save them or anything. Right, exactly, exactly. So, yes, yeah, so that's that's why I went with Donna. I didn't like going with Donna, though, because I, I think that she did probably feel like it was the right thing to do in the moment. Yeah, all uh, the killers. Still. You have know, all the killers, yeah. Poppy, Jan. Yeah, yeah, I can sympathize a bit with Donna. Yes. I might put a little rat poison in there, too. No. Uh, maybe we should be saying Maxine for writing such a scathing review. Maxine, unbelievable. Oh my god. All right. How about most character growth? All right, you take a guess at me yeah. first. Uh jeez. Oh. What character would you have said grew the most? As I, I think you said Mabel here, because this is Mabel's struggle with you know, she's gotta move out of her um, aunt's place and she's kind of questioning what her career will be she even tries you know she, she even talks us into canning almost gets an extra zero at the end of the <laughs> jack so i think uh i think you said mabel okay so you've guessed mabel twice for me out of three times okay uh i guess mabel until I got yeah it. okay i'm guessing for you you went with i think you went with ben on this one all right okay i think you went with ben did you guess Mabel? Or did I did not Mabel? I did not guess Mabel. <laughs> right. Here's what I said. I said Dickie. He finally stands up to his brother. He uh interesting. He um accepts like his his mother into his life. Uh he's he seems much more at peace by the end of this. Uh I, I yeah, I, you know, he was kind of a, a meek yes man in the beginning, and, and by the end of this, he's he's his own person who's making his own decisions and you know he's feeling loved for the first time so i think he had the most character i picked charles okay he went from being in a relationship <laughs> to a very to now a close relationship more than what he would have liked then he lost that relationship and then he kind of went back to being charles yeah one of my biggest criticisms and, criticisms... and the patter song yeah okay yeah okay fair enough fair enough on that one of my biggest criticisms of this season is the lack of Lucy. I really wish we had. Yeah, they had her in episode one. <laughs> they didn't have her in episode one. She wasn't there. Was she episode one or two? I swear, I thought she's she was, not. So she she's mentioned. Well. She's mentioned in episode oh. one. She's in the. She was in the finale of season two. Okay. But, yeah. All right. Biggest turn on a character. All right. For you, I feel like you were so suspicious of Maxine the whole time. And then she wasn't the killer, so maybe it's her. But no, nah, I can't go with her. Uh, but you were suspicious with, of Dickie for a long time. And then 
he wasn't the killer. So I'm, I'm going to say Dickie for you. Um, just how Ben's introduced as a character, right? Paul Rudd's, Paul Rudd's really good at being a, at a an obnoxious, like annoying person. Yes. Uh, and that's how Ben's introduced in episode one, killed off, brought back. Uh, but then henceforth, they really humanize Ben, right? And they, st- and they still show his moments, especially in like, yeah, so the penultimate episode. He's, mm-hmm. he's knitting hankies for the whole, you know, play. <laughs> they really humanize him. So I think he went with Ben. Okay. Uh, good guess. I, I definitely could have gone with Ben. I, I went with, though, Tobert because I was very suspicious of him through the entire So that's thing. fair. You know, that's the way you went with that suspicion. I went with Ben for the reasons I okay. had outlined. Fair but I didn't even think yeah. about doing this in terms of suspicion. Yeah. You know, but you could have. It's fair. Yeah. It's, you yeah. Know, it's individuality. Okay. It's individual based. Yeah. All right. Well, now we have what I consider to be like the these are these are the two categories that kind of indicate the favorite character of the series of the season. The most entertaining character and the most interesting character. Most entertaining character. Well, you can get you gotta guess me first. Yeah, I gotta guess you first. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Uh I th- I think for you the entertaining is gonna be all about the comedy. I think the two most comedic characters for you would probably either be Oliver or Charles. I, I think this season for you was an Oliver season. I think you said Oliver. I think you said Oliver for the same reason. I did. You got yeah, it. so did I. Yeah, Oliver, I thought was. We, we 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 said I think in the finale that Oliver was yeah. the best of the trio for this. He season. he was. He was. I I felt that he was. I Even though he didn't have the patter song, and Charles did. But yeah, listen, he killed it. That's a stun move. I said just. Taking yep. the main character. Imagine, yep. imagine a series where the director has to be the lead. Yeah, never happened right? before. That's unbelievable, unproducible. <laughs> That's right. Uh, wow, you've got all three podcasters on your list already. That's amazing. But we still haven't talked about the most interesting character. Oh, so you hinted it to me. Okay, you do not have Loretta anywhere on your list yet, which I would find be shocked if. This list escapes with no Loretta. So I'm going to say you said Loretta for most interesting character. You freaking say. Uh, geez, man. You don't normally like to double do characters. That's the thing. Um, I really I really don't. <laughs> I thought you really liked Loretta. I really thought your interesting character would have been Loretta. I, I think you said Loretta anyway. Wow. Bold. A bold move. Let's see if it pays off for him. I did not say Loretta. Ah. Uh, you did. I did say Loretta. Yeah, right. Very reasonable choice. I, I I think that she definitely could have been listed here. I said for the similar reasons oh, what, that you talked about with character growth, I said Ben. Yeah, I didn't even think about yeah. Ben. Ben makes a yeah. lot of sense. I thought about putting Ben for most interesting. But I'm yeah. Like, ah, no, I think Loretta. Loretta was, Loretta was interesting. Loretta really told a good line. Sure, absolutely. The stalker book. The... So... Loretta to me as a character was really interesting from the from the perspective of what they showed us and when right like that that character is interesting because we don't know everything about her um and so she's very suspicious most of the way through right Ben to me was interesting just as a complex psychological study (laughs) like he he just his outward presentation, the way he presents, is just so different from the way he feels internally. Uh, and you know, he's he's and for me, it's like the knitting group really put it over the top here. <laughs> like it, it was like, or nice. sewing group, whatever, whatever it was. Like seeing him like so excited to give these people that he works with these hankies that he 
and his and his ladies handmade is like i brings a tear to my eye and I think this and this is a guy who comes into a room saying who farted every time like it's it's sweet it's brilliant it's so it's so good so he, he was a very interesting character to me well then mr sal <sighs> one of the character survey yeah, we're going to take the quiz now. So, folks, before we take the quiz, can we guess what each other is going to get? Let's take a guess. That's what we think we're going to get. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Who guessed? I, I think you guessed first. Do I guess first or do? Mm, whatever. I, I, I'll, I'll take a guess at who uh, I think they're going to say for me. Uh, I think they're going to give me either Loretta or Donna. Probably Loretta. No, probably Donna. I think they're going to give you Oliver. Okay. And I think for you, well, what do you think they're going to give you? Charles. Charles? I think they're going to give you... Solid Charles. I think they're going to give you Mabel. Oh, God, no. Okay. But <laughs> I, I, to be fair, I, I'm, I'm reasonably certain the season three characters are in this quiz, which is why I picked this quiz. So, mm, All yeah. right. Well, then, yeah, so let's, let's see. To the quiz here. So the quiz is on quizpin.com. Only words in the building. Which character are you? That's right. How many questions is, is a five in Rio? Okay. 15. What? 15 questions. 15. What? Well, let's like see. No, I mean, 15 is 15. Question number one. Are you on the quiz? Yeah, but I don't know if I had. This is a different qu- first question than I got. I had earlier. So this let's see. Randomized. They might be. Okay. Oh, I have. What if you look up and see one of your dead relatives waving at you? Well, Wait, so I this? have. Are you a cat lover? That's what I had before. So hold on. Maybe I'm on the, the wrong favorite, place the here. Spot. It, no, I don't think it did. I'm going to try to restart the quiz and see. Because I had a, what, what? Are you a cat lover as well? Well, I am a cat lover. So I'm gonna... Well, now I have. Do you have a podcast channel? So <laughs> I guess. What I'm so your... confused. Yeah. No, that sucks. <laughs> oh, no. That's, to... Hold on. That's season one. Hold on. Season oh, two, dude. season three. There we go. Okay. Cat lover. Okay. And what would you put? I, I would consider myself a cat lover. I'd I love to be. I mean, I probably wouldn't always. Right now, in my house, I have a cat. I wouldn't always necessarily have a cat, but I do love cats. If someone has a cat, I'm like, oh, I got, I got to pet it. Well, I'm going to go with no, I'm allergic, even though I'm not. My son is. So, no, I'm allergic. Okay. What are your views about the genre of murder mystery blended with comedy? It's fun. Always interesting. It's exaggerating. It's, yeah, I think that's just, it's exaggerating. I hate this it. Is not, this is not the question that I have, but that's okay. You answer yours, I'll answer mine. I'll, and I'll, I'll read mine too, so go ahead. All right, well, I, I think it's fun. Okay. Why don't you try to unravel a murder theory with Selena? Why don't you try to unravel a murder theory with Selena? It seems great. <laughs> Sounds good. Nah, not my thing. Don't even talk about it. Uh, I'd say... <laughs> Look, as it yeah, uh, yeah, I guess so. I'm gonna say sounds good. Do you want Very... popularity and fame? I'm dying for it. Nah, not me. I'm trying for it. Well, I see no harm in it. Um, was there kind of like I'm not really seeking it out? Do you want popularity and fame? I don't see. Here's the thing I don't really want that, but that would probably mean like I'm pretty sad. And it also matters how popular and famous I am and for what, you know, yeah. Yeah, if I'm famous for something bad, that's really rough. But like, yeah, I don't see a harm in it. I mean, if I do though, that's the thing. <laughs> well, I can't. So I guess not. Not for me because I'm not dying for it, and I'm not really trying for it. So okay, with that. Well, that that puts a damper on our podcast prospects here. It does. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, what if you look up and see one of your dead relatives waving at you? I'd die too. I can't handle imagining this. I'd say hi to, or let me see. Uh, I, I can't handle imagining this. So that's where I'm going with that. <laughs> uh, can you fight the bad guys? Do you have what it takes? Of course I can. No, nah, I can't. Maybe. Well, what can I say? The question um, was just, do you have what it takes? Yeah. How many bad guys are there? I Maybe. I don't know. Do you, do you like, have what numbers? it takes? Maybe. What is this? Is this lost? Are you Jack? Are you Christian? Is Christian Shepard asking this question? <laughs> Wait, what's your next question? My next question is, do you get along well with older people? Oh, you uh, definitely I, do. You think I do? Maybe that's the, me being The biased. choices are, I do, I try to, um, with my grandparents only, or nah, it's too hard. Nah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going with. It's too hard. <laughs> do you have a podcast channel? Yes, I do. I work okay. for a channel. I'm planning to create one. No, I say channel. Whatever. Yes, I do. You Show do. It's, listening to it right now. That's right. My, my question five, does the backlash on social media hurt you? Of course it does. Well, a bit. No, I don't care at all. Worse than you can imagine. Uh, the words. A, I mean, does this mean like my personal like people backlashing against me? All the hatred you got. I, I just haven't. I just haven't had that experience. So I guess I'll say, uh, well, a bit there. I'll do well a bit. Do you have nosy nature in a cost in a curious mind? I mean, I guess you know. I definitely got a curious mind. Am I nosy? <sighs> It's either haha, yep, nah, kind of, or only in specific situations. I'll definitely say I have a curious mind. Nosy nature. I'll say kind of, because it's kind of true. Okay. Which of these characters turned out to be your favorite in the series? How have you not had the same question yet? I don't know. We had the first, the first question was the same. Yeah. Uh, is it A, Ben, B, Charles, Oliver, or Mabel? So the three podcasters plus Ben. Well, that's interesting because if if it's season three specifically, I'm going to say Ben. If it's not, if it's the whole series, I'm going to say Oliver. But uh, I'm going to go with Ben since since he's a choice. I'm going to say it's it's season three specific. All right. How cool are you in the worst situations? I'm pretty cool. I get out of control. Well, depends on the situation. I just faint. I like to think I handle myself in intense situations. I mean, maybe I'll like complain, but I I, I think I I think I'm all right. I feel like most things depend on the situation, but like, you know why? I think I'm pretty cool. Like a cool guy. I don't know if I handle the situation well, but I'm just a really <laughs> cool person. <laughs> All right. Oh, I have now I've got a repeat question you have, but what's your uh, And I got one that you had. Can you, okay. can, fight, can you fight the bad guys? Do you have what it takes? <laughs> and I'm going to say, nah, I can't. All right. Does the backlash on social media hurt you? Uh, well, a bit. It probably would get to me. Uh, okay. That's what I said too. My next question, how much would you score Selena's acting skills out of five? Um, well, more Selena I see I haven't even got a Selena one yet. Um boy, I mean I definitely so the choices are zero, which is not I'm not gonna do that. One to two would be enough. No, I'm not gonna do that. So do I pick three to four or do I pick the full five? Um That's your prerogative. I think uh I think she does pretty well in this series. I don't I don't know. I haven't seen her really in anything else, but as far as I this have. season goes, I say how you have. As far <laughs> as this season series goes, yeah, I'll give her the full five for this series. What podcasts are more fun? Startup ones. Are we a startup? I've been doing it for a few years now. Comedy ones. <laughs> nonfiction storytelling. Other. 
Um, other. Specifically show hoppers. They, they should have made that a choice. Yes, they should have. I, I, actually, they did. I, I didn't even read I picked show hoppers. Go on. All right, I got the popularity and fame question here. I'm either going to pick I'm dying for it or I'm trying for it. I'm not going to pick I see no harm in it because there's definitely harm in it. There's definitely harm in it. <laughs> and I'm di- definitely not going to pick not not for me because I would love it, I think. So um, I'm going to say I'm uh, I'm trying. I don't want to be dying for it. That sounds desperate. You don't want <laughs> <laughs> I'm not desperate. <laughs> Have you seen a ghost? Never? Once? Maybe, but I'm not sure. I live with ghosts. I don't think I've seen a ghost. Okay. Not a big ghost guy. How cool are you in the worst situations you had this question? Uh, pretty cool. Get out of control. Depends on the situation. I'm just going to say it depends on the situation. Yeah. Uh, which of these characters that turned out to be your favorite in this series? Ben, Charles, Oliver, Mabel. I know you said Ben for the season, but if I had to pick between them, series wide, I'd say Oliver. Okay. Thanks. Do you have a podcast channel? I got that question. So there's the yes, I do answer. And I click that and move on. Do you get along with your older people? With your, do you get along with older people? I try to. Okay. Do you have nosy nature and a curious mind? Um, that's a kind of. Why don't you try to unravel a murder theory with Selena? I don't know why they call her Mabel. <laughs> Just Selena. I don't know. It seems great. Sounds good. Not not my thing. Uh, it sounds sounds good. Actually, you know what? The thing is, if it's a real murder, I don't really. I, I'll say it sounds good. It sounds good. Yeah, it sounds cool. Uh, I have the ghost question. Have you ever seen a ghost? Never. Moving on. What if you looked up and see one of your dead relatives waving at you? Uh, I can't handle imagining this. Yep. See, I did the same thing. All right. What podcasts are more fun? I'm picking other, just like you did. Okay. We might end up with the same character here. Okay, we could. Okay, so no, we'll be different here. How much would you score Selena's acting skills out of five? It's very Selena-centric. So compared to Wizards of Waverly Place, where I think she actually had a more of a pivotal role. And mm-hmm. um, that's kind really? of printed on me. <laughs> she's a main character for that. She's the main character, actually, I would say. Her and maybe okay. Justin. I think she's Alex Russo or something. Um, In my head, when I think of Selena Gomez as an actress, I think of that role. And it's actually almost the antithesis as, as what she is with Mabel, because Mabel's very like calm, collected, kind of pretty smart, right? Alex was not the smart one. Alex, she was smart, like if you had to pick one like a street smart, or like you know she, she could practically apply things, but she wasn't even the smartest of her siblings. She was kind of like immature, uh, really like, like a personality. Uh, so I think of that when I think of when I think of. Selena Gomez acting, I think of Alex Rousseau. So in compared to that, she's not Alex Rousseau. So I'll say three out of four. Just to me, you're saying Alex Rousseau. Rousseau. Is that actually her name? Because that's Alex Rousseau is the name of a character on Lost. I think that's her name on Wizards of Waverly Place. Let me look up oh, her. wow. Of Waverly Place. Let me make sure. Uh, Alex. Yeah, Alex Rousseau. Yep, that is it. Wow. It is spelled R U S S O. I think that's how you spell it in Lost as well. No, no, no. It's R is R O U. Because Rousseau, this is like the. Like a Spanish descent of Russo. Yeah. Hers is the French way. So it's like R O U R E A U. Yeah. I don't remember the spell. Yeah. Gotcha. It's, it's a lot weirder. So okay. I should say weirder, but different. My last question you already had as well. What are your views about the genre murder mystery blended with comedy? It's fun. And I will hold off on clicking next until you are ready to do it. As well. I just had it. Oh, man. And I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with this result. That's really funny. So I guessed 
Mabel for you, but they gave me Mabel. I guessed. I guess for you. I guessed. I wrote down. I guessed Oliver for you, and I got Oliver. Oh wow! <laughs> I'll totally take Oliver. Let's go. <laughs> In some ways, you resemble Oliver. You continue to live the luxurious way of life you had when things were going well financially, despite things being difficult. Even if money is tight right now, you might maintain certain things to do some actions that make you think back to those happier days. It's as though you want to hang on to those lavish, cozy sensations. The twist is, oh, that's good, is that you uh, don't mind drawing attention to yourself. Just like Oliver knows everyone at the Arconia, you undoubtedly like being around people. You've developed close relationships with members of your neighborhood and social circle. This is kind of season one, Oliver, but okay. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Mabel, you and Mabel have some things in common. Like her, you can be in your late 20s. I'm not. And be interested in fashion and style. Also not. More like Mabel, <laughs> you, you might me. not be able to trust everyone you meet right once. You might. I got to read that again. You might not be able to trust everyone you meet right once. But if you begin to form friendships or collaborate on projects with others, you become more open to sharing. Eh, I'm pretty open right from the right from the get go. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, big fan. I love these character quizzes, man. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that with Oliver, you got, you got <laughs> Autumn and Babe. It seems as though you're I got traveling, and Oliver. Wait a minute. Listen oh, to sorry, this. I'm sorry. It seems as though you're traveling to make new connections and mend some past hurts. Okay, fine. But like many millennials, which I'm not, <laughs> you bring an innovative perspective and tech expertise to the table. Tech I got, I got the tech expertise, not you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hold that over your head every day for the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. Yeah, so for, well, one of our lives, whichever one dies first. Yeah, whichever one dies. First. <laughs> I'll tell you right now if I if you if I run into tech issue, Mister Sal, I'll come to you. <laughs> That'd be hysterical. That. Thank you. I'll send someone your way. <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, there you have it, folks. He is Oliver, and I'm Mabel. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure how that worked out, but okay. All right, well. That's all we have to say about Only Murders in the Building Season 3, but we better talk about where we're going from here. Mm -hmm. So we are headed next well, for the next few weeks, we're going to be doubling up on shrinking. So for, actually for the next four weeks. So we already dropped three episodes of shrinking, which great show on Apple TV. Check it out, folks. It is it's so funny and so emotional at the same time. Like really, really great stuff. But uh, it's about a, a grieving psychiatrist and the people in his life. So um, that is going to be uh, episode four dropping next week and five. So we'll have drop episode four on Monday. We'll drop episode five on Thursday. Uh, and then we'll do six and seven the following week, eight and nine the following week. And then finally 10 and the recap. Now, the the week after that though, which is the week of the first November thirteenth, this is uh, the, it's the, this is it's weird. Big. We are dropping two new series that week. Uh, the first will be uh, a Netflix miniseries, which will be about a month old at that point because it's it's dropping about a month prior to that. It's it's going to be Bodies on Netflix, eight episode miniseries. Uh, it's about uh, the same dead body showing up uh, across time to four different detectives. Uh, it's, it's like 
the I think the 1800s uh, and then the early 1900s, the early 2000s, and then like 40 years into the future or something like that. Um, and so it, it's it reminds me a lot of Cloud Atlas, which is one of my favorite books, and I love the movie as well. Uh, it's, it's kind of similar themes across different generations, different times. Um, this has an actual physical person body that that goes across time uh not a ton of known actors in it uh although the the one that i do know is stephen graham do you know who stephen graham is no yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure that there's really anything that i can tell you that he was in that that you're gonna (laughs) recognize either so um the other big one is Kyle Solar. Oh, uh, Irishman. I watched that. Oh, yeah. He was in The Irishman. I forgot about that. But um, he was in uh, – Stephen Graham was in uh, Boardwalk Empire, if you ever watched that. He was he played Al Capone. Um, he's in a lot of stuff. Anyway, uh, Kyle Solar is also in it. He uh, was uh, – what the heck was his name? An, an Andor. He played um, Cyril, Cyril Karn. Who was the kind of the the company man who who just had to catch the crook and it's kind of instigated a lot of the events of Andor. <laughs> so uh, those are the two big, I guess, names that I know in it. There are maybe some other people that other people might know, but I, I don't really know anybody else. Um, but it, the trailer looked really good, and we thought, let's check this out again. We it will have it will have been out for about a month by the time we start dropping coverage, but then we'll be dropping our coverage week to week, and I'll be taking the lead on that one, and then Kurt will be taking the lead on a murder at the end of the world Ooh, another <laughs> murder mystery <laughs> so yeah so this is only murders in the in the building into bodies and a murder at the end of the world oh, correct me if i'm wrong but a murder at the end of the world is not a comedy it's not just, a comedy so that's far, oh, not as far as i can tell well we've gone from comedic murder mystery <laughs> Yep, to two pretty serious murder mysteries. Yeah, yeah. Although I'm pretty sure sh- I, I don't think that there is any like supernatural or timey wimey uh, thing to a murder at the end of the world, but there is to bodies. Yeah, bo- yeah, bodies. I shouldn't really call it as much of a murder mystery. I mean, there. Yeah. I don't know that, but but to my knowledge, a murder at the end of the world is much more of a traditional murder mystery. Yeah. So. Look forward yeah. to that. I, I don't know yeah. much more about it besides that. I, I, well, so I know a couple of things about it. First of all, Clive Owen is one of the main characters. And I love Clive Owen. He's an actor. He was in, uh, well, I, 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 I've seen him in lots of things. He was in The Born Identity. He was in uh, Closer is, is my favorite role of his. Uh, I think The Inside Man uh, is one that he's, he's, he's uh, ch- um, Children of Men. That That's uh, one of his big movies. Um, anyway. Uh, he's great. I'm excited to see that. And what I'm more excited about is that this series was created by two people who created another series that I love that was kind of prematurely canceled, um, ended on a major cliffhanger. <laughs> uh, the, the series was called The OA. It was on Netflix. Uh, and the name of the I, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to get the name right, but okay. Britt Marling is, is one of the creators. So she created the OA. She starred in the OA. She created this and she is starring in this. So she'll be in this as well. The other person, I'm, oh man, 
it's got his, his name's got literally Batman in it. It's Zal, Zal Batman Zal Zal Batman glitch. I I can't say his name. Anyway, Z A L is his first name, and then Batman glitch or Batmanglish or something like that. I I. I Again, I apologize. I can't say it, but he also created the OA and is now creating this. So, I'm very, very excited to see what they do with this because the OA had some really, really interesting stuff. Uh, had some pretty off the wall stuff too. Like, <laughs> and, and luckily, uh, this is a limited series. So, a limited series. Yep. No worry about a, it getting canceled early again. These these are both limited series, in fact. So even though we're doing these. Uh, these are not, you know, building up for uh, season two. These are new things, and this is all that there's going to be for now, unless they get so popular that they have to do another. Yeah, and that one is on FX, so we'll be watching it on Hulu. Well, so there you have it. That's another season of Only Murders in the Building in the books, Mister Sal. Oh man, is this a, what's your favorite season of Only Murders in the Building so far? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't either. I, I, I think I, my ratings might reflect another one, but this might be recency bias. I, I say this one <laughs> just because of Ben and uh, Loretta were really good characters. So yeah, Ben and Loretta. Mm-hmm. Uh, the music, I think, really is what makes this one my favorite season, and the fact that it was the most fair season. It was the most fair. <clears throat> That's true. Very That's true. true. In terms of being a murder mystery, well. I don't know when we'll be back doing Only Murders in the Building again. Neither do I. Neither do I. But they will, we will be back. My guess is probably next summer or mm-hmm. fall um, because they, they seem to be on a just like like a 13 or 14 month cycle to, to put these things together. So, But with the writer's strike, who knows how far behind they are. Mm. At any rate, this is, this is, that's it for this season of Only Murders in the Building. We hope that you enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed our coverage. If you did, please leave us five star ratings and reviews. If you didn't, please ignore that. <laughs> don't, don't leave us a review. <laughs> uh, please tell people about us. Please email us, showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. We can't talk about your emails on the Only Murders in the Building podcast anymore, but we'll, you know what? Watch Shrinking or Bodies or A Murder at the End of the World and chime in there. Go back into our back catalog. We have so much in our back catalog. You know what? This is a good time to rip them all off, I think. We got Better Call Saul, <laughs> Better Call Saul, Black Mirror, Centaur World, Chernobyl, Dexter New Blood, The Last of Us, The Leftovers, Lost, Mrs. Davis, The Old Man, Outer Range, Ozark, Russian Doll Season 1, Watchmen, and The White Lotus. And so a lot of those are, are coming back. I think we can probably expect to have... Uh, out of range and the old man back not too far in the distant future. Uh, the white Lotus, probably similar deal. So yeah, some of those will be back and, and we'll be back covering them. We're looking forward to it. We always look forward to talking to you folks because we love you and our love is a lighthouse. So look for the light. Thanks, Mr. Sal.